With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, and thank you for tuning into Expressing You with Cornelia, a weekly show about feeling your way into wholeness. For men and women, processing our emotions is our way to freedom, and taking ownership for how you feel is the first step. We invite you to sit back and listen, take notes, or if you would like to ask a question, please call 1-877-296-0345. Cornelia also does sessions by phone or Skype. For more information, go to www.corneliadengel.com. Hello and welcome to Expressing You. I'm your host, Cornelia Dengel. Thank you for tuning in to this wonderful show about feeling your way into wholeness for men and women. Processing our emotions and feeling our feelings is our way to freedom. And feeling our feelings is healing them. Taking ownership for how you feel is the first step. If you give yourself permission to, to, to giving a voice to your feelings, the need to judge anything vanishes. Because all the feelings want to do, they want to be acknowledged. And doing the investigative process and honoring how you feel, investigating and checking in how you feel and what is this about. Allowing your feelings to be your guide, your teacher. Because the most important thing is that you feel good. And if you're not feeling good, you need to know why because only you can know the answer to that question. And checking in with yourself on a regular basis, how do you feel about this? Instead of thinking what you're thinking about it, approach it from a different place. How do you feel about what's going on? And if you're identifying with an energy or an emotion of anger, identify what the anger is. Because if you're angry about something, it's generally because you're out of alignment with with what's happening and, and you're angry about that. And so being able to identify is the first step. And what that does, it puts you in charge of your energy and gives you the opportunity to not react to something so that you can really start feeling what this is about, and that puts you in a place of power. And when you start this practice, it can become really fun because you will notice that you can just feel the feeling, release it, and let it go and move on. To find out more about this work, you can go to my website at corneliadengel.com. There is an article that's called Emotional Processing, Emotions 101, and also the processing technique that you can download for free. And I would like to give a very special thank you to Michelle Arbo for the Authentic You Media Network that um, that we get to come here and play in this wonderful platform. I invite you today to sit back, listen, and take notes. You may also call in and ask a question at one eight seven seven two nine six zero three four five. It can be any question. It can be a question about feeling stuck in a job 
or in a relationship, you're upset and you don't know what it is that you're feeling or what you're what the feeling might be attached to, and you want it you want to experience a shift. So feel free to call in. And I want to get started right away because we're going to talk about um, being victimized, feeling victimized today. And my guest today is Roger Kenneth Marsh. Roger is back. Welcome, Roger, to the show. Hi, Roger. Thank you, Cornelia. It's great to be here. Yay. So today, yay, we're talking about new levels of freedom and joy and power that comes from transforming those areas of our lives where we are victims and, and feeling powerless. And so I just want us to go in and just dive in and have a wonderful conversation about, you know, how, how we can shine our consciousness on this core wound. Yeah, I like your approach. Just dive in right here because for me, um, this is one of the most rich areas, one of the most rich opportunities in, in life for transformation and expansion. Um, you know, for me, it's all about deeper, experiencing deeper levels of joy and, and more expanded uh, levels of happiness and all of these things we all desire, and they're, they're infinite in their depth. And one of the major blocks to our experience of these levels, these increased levels for ourselves, is those areas of our lives where we've given our power over to something. And that's how I would define um, being a victim, is that you're basically giving your power over to something or someone else outside of you, and that robs you of all of those juicy, wonderful things that we also desire. So I think it's a great topic. It's not one that's, that's um, you know, all warm and fuzzy in that sense. It's like, oh, God, we're going to talk about victimization and being a victim in those areas where I'm powerless. But the reason we all want to do that is because that's where the gold is. That's where if we go mining in those fields, we will be richly rewarded. It does take some courage. It definitely takes some discipline. But um, the the benefits and the rewards are are huge. So I, I just think it's yeah. it's a, a that's, great that's, topic. That's great. That's great, Roger, because, you know, I want to go into, you know, like how, you know, how would that play out in somebody's life, right? So how... Let's let's go into like you know because most most of the time people don't realize that they're even that they are even in a in a in a victim core wound place or that they that they even feel powerless. People don't even realize that they feel powerless. They're just angry or they're upset or or whatever the situation is. So how 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 is it? What are the signs, right? Yeah, well, I think those are a couple of the key ones. It's just those. Those the opposite feelings of joy and expansion and full presence. You're angry. You're frustrated. You're confused. Those are those are signs in the feeling world that you're off. Um, that's that's some that's that's the first red flag, so to speak. I think another really good red flag is watch the language that you're using. Watch the thoughts that you're having. It requires some you know um, presence and and some uh, just awareness. For example, if you're saying things like, I can't because, or I have to because, that's victim language. Right there, whatever that comes after the because is what you're giving your power over to. So you can watch your language there. And the idea is that we can transform it over into, I choose to because, and empower ourselves in our choices. So I think the feelings, as you're mentioning, are a huge indicator and then second, we can watch the language and the types of things that we're saying to begin getting a sense of where and what we're giving power to. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, 
again, I, I'm going to bring this back to this because I think this is really important because if people don't investigate, you know, and, and, and acknowledge where where they are in it, like, you know, like if they're if they're stuck or they're angry or whatever, to be able to say, you know, to really identify, I feel powerless here. That's mm-hmm. you know, I feel powerless. I feel powerless to take action. You know, this this pattern is replaying over and over and over again, and I I just feel powerless to take action. Why is that? You know, and, and really, why is that so hard for people to, you know? struggle what what is that about right yeah the other thing too about the victim consciousness as I'll call it um, because in my work it's all about you know levels of consciousness and expanding our consciousness so a particular level of consciousness we can be in is victim consciousness and it appears as just the way the world is it absolutely appears as the truth that you're experiencing this is true for me is how it looks I am being victimized by these people. I am. I can't do that. You know, I have to do this because, and this is true. And so, that's um, that's part of the challenge. Is it's almost like a fish recognizing that it's swimming in water. You just can't quite see it because it's so true for you. And um, in the metaphysical sense, we keep reinforcing those beliefs that we have. So the world keeps coming back at us the same way we're coming at it. And of course, it just continues to look like that's the truth. So that is part of the challenge, is waking up inside of that loop, so to speak, and um, beginning to to shift it. Yeah, and staying, you know, um, staying in um, a toxic relationship or staying in a job where you don't feel satisfied and you don't feel fulfilled, these can all be areas where you're feeling victimized in, right, where you're feeling powerless in. Absolutely, and it's a range, too. I think the other thing that it's important to recognize is that, you know, I've been doing this work for more than 20 years on myself and with clients, and I still have areas of my life where I'm a victim. I don't know that it ever ends. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. the game gets bigger and, and the challenges get larger, and, um, you know, what can't you do? You know, the, whole, the ultimate end game here, if there is one, is you can do anything and everything. And um, to believe that in your deepest core of your bones is the journey. It's a challenge, you know. So I'm a victim right now of my busy schedule as a simple example. You know, I just have mm. so, many, so many things that I say yes to and so many things that I'm doing, but I'm doing more than I want to be doing. I actually want to slow down a little bit, and I've got a, a story, if I'm careful and I'm watching myself, that I have to, that I, I need to do these things. And so that's an area of me that, for me, in 2013 is really pulling back a little bit and um, transforming that story into one of more balance and ease. So that's, it doesn't have that's a good yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be these these big areas uh, that we're being victimized by. You know, it can be as simple as something like that. I think that's actually one that a lot of people are experiencing today. That, that's a lot of people, and I, I, I'm in that position myself. You know, and I, I I've actually let go, <laughs> but I've actually let go a little bit this week of of really having doing so much. What more can I let go of? What, what more can I let go of? Because um, the energy, whenever the energy pulls you into, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have, you, you, you have to continue. If you can look at what that is about for you, even taking a look at partly is because you just you just can't seem to keep up with everything um, that, that is being asked of you. And there's some things that, that are now really, um, that you're really ready to let go. And sometimes it's just sitting and being. 
Yeah. And, and and letting go of that feeling and being able to identify that and finding your power in the moment. Yeah. And a key question for me is what am I afraid of? I would encourage all the listener, listeners in these areas of their lives where they are seeing that perhaps they're in the victim consciousness or victim role is to ask themselves, what am I afraid of? And just using that simple example of, of being busy, there's a number of fears that I would have. Number one, I'll say yes to things because I'm afraid of rejecting other people and saying no to them. And ultimately under that is I'm afraid that they won't like me or that they will reject me. And so it, it's this fear of wanting to be liked and wanting to please people. I'm afraid that if I don't, then I won't be liked. And that hurts. So, you, you know, these things you've got to start, though, that's what keeps the victim behavior running is these underlying fears of something bad happening. And so as another example, um, coffee and caffeine. You know, I've, I've gotten off of coffee and I'm, I get back on it and I get off it. Part of the fear around a, a caffeine addiction for me, and I would propose that this is probably true for most people that are going in and out of Starbucks all day long, is the fear that they won't have enough energy to get the things done that they feel they have to get done, and that therefore, if they don't get them done, they fail and bad things happen. So this caffeine addiction is is actually being run by a fear of failure and a fear a fear of not producing enough, not having enough energy. So these a lot of, I think, and, and to add add to that that and to add to that, you know, like adding to the fears of that would also be, you know, if you're saying yes to so many things, a lot of it has to do, too, the fear of, um, you know, for me, it's income, fear of running out of money, fear of not making enough or doing enough, right? So, um, you know, that's a lot of people are running around on that um, survival end, too, where they just feel like they need to continue on, um, you know, doing more in order so that their, their level of security will be, um, will be taken care of, and I found the opposite to be true, because I found that when you when you really let go more of that, you know, if, and, and really turn that around, and really look at what that feeling is about, that you know, and process that feeling, and process that energy, and process that emotion, um, it's just a feeling of of uh, not having enough. It's just a feeling that that's running out. So right. being able to let go of that is is a really big key too. Right. So these these are feelings. These are our classic quote unquote demons that are running in our in our nether worlds and our unconscious. Right. Until we actually turn and face them, which is scary. You turn and face them though, and what I hear you saying, Cornelia, is that when you turn and face them, and you actually go, Yeah, what do you got yep. for me? I see you. Yep. They really shrink and start to melt away, and then you go, huh, isn't that interesting? It just wasn't true. But until you turn and face that through whatever tools and processes and techniques, you know, many that you offer, uh, then um, it's huge and scary, and it'll show up in your dreams and all kinds of stuff. So, right. um Yeah, because it wants to be identified. You want to be able to move into that state of joy. You want to be able to move into that state of bliss. You want to be able to move into that ease. You want, you know... You want to be able to move into a balanced life. Because really, I, I think we've talked about this before, Roger, we all want the same thing. Yeah. When yeah, it comes ultimately. down to it, we all 
ultimately we want the same thing. We want satisfying work. We want, you know, our, our, we want to be able to step into our creative expression where we're able to express ourselves creatively and enjoy what it is that we're doing. We want healthy, amazing, uh, yummy relationships with people that we love and adore. You know, we want to be able to spend out, out, um, time outside in nature and, and have the freedom to to live our life the way that we want to live. And we want to be in good health doing it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think what we're saying here is that um, we are our greatest barriers to that, and um, we are the ones putting ourselves in the victim role, and that we are the um, ones who hold the keys to our freedom. And so, um, you know, you and I know that that's that to be true, and um, you know, that's that's um, even even now, you know, there's like I said, areas of my life that I'm working on. So one of the things I wanted to put into this conversation as well is just various, the various stages, if you will. So using my life as an example, I would say 20 years ago, most of my uh, experience was in the victim consciousness. You know, I had all kinds of reasons for why my life was the way that it was, and it wasn't exactly the way that I wanted it. And then, you know, you start to take back the power in certain areas of your life, and that starts to decrease. So I think over time, what happens is you can move out of the victim consciousness and more gain more and more power over the areas of your life, whether it's financial or relationship or um, even health. You know, all of these areas, you know, there's experts in, right, that will, that will help basically restore one's personal choice and power to create and have that which they most want. And so um, over time, you know, I've been putting all those pieces in place, and, and that's the journey. Um, but I think the victim consciousness, you know, it, it runs through all those areas. And um, I don't know, you would probably agree, Cornelia, we haven't talked about this in advance, but um, the mechanisms are the same, right? Whether yeah. you're talking about yeah. relationships or whether you're talking about money or whether you're talking about health and well-being, the, the mechanisms are the same. You know, the same types of – we're being undermined by fear. We're in a victim role. We can't quite see the possibilities and um, that we can have those and um, the demons are holding us back. Right. And and I do agree with that. And, and, you know, most people don't realize that they are in the victim mode because they're not going to sit there and identify. They're not going to sit there and say, I'm a victim. I feel like a victim. They're not right. going to say that. So that that's, I think, that's where we, that's where we need to shine the light. How do we shine the light there for, for our listeners to where they can, they can see where they're where they're actually being a victim because again if they don't have the coach or they don't have somebody um, pointing it out to them how can they identify again um, I think that needs to be reiterated you know so that, that that they can really see it played out and basically I think it comes down to where where they feel like they can't do anything about a situation or they're really angry or upset would you agree mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, those feelings are the I think are the first place to really look. Um, absolutely. And then looking at the language, you know, in terms of places where you say I can't or I have to. Those are those are rich opportunities for uh, transformation, as I said, and, and shining the light of our consciousness through a particular process. Yeah, and you know the other the other part to this, Roger, that just came into my awareness is. Um, you know, I know that a lot of men right now, too, are experiencing uh, just huge changes out there. And, you know, uh, you know, again, with this feeling piece, 
it's really challenging for them to really identify what it is that they're feeling because they've been conditioned to not feel and identify with their feelings because they've been conditioned to suck it up, be a man, be strong, get on with it, and, and do that. And so I, I, I just want to honor and appreciate you for being, you know, a role model, positive role model for showing and, 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 and being authentic in who you are to others and, and in your own life. In, in honoring your feelings, and can you talk yeah. a little bit about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thank you. And I think that, you know, um, the the journey of the masculine in today's world is evolving. You know, I, I think um, we've all seen kind of the wimpy man, and, um, you know, at first I think our feminine counterparts wanted that sensitive man, but when they actually got that sensitive man that was really more in the wimpy world, um, you know, it was kind of, kind of um kind of I don't know what the word would be but um just not powerful and exciting in that sense um too acquiescing and too sensitive that's not what um the the masculine could can be so i think what we've learned that man showed up on the scene for a period of time let's say it was in the in the 80s and early 90s um, which was perhaps an improvement but more like an a pendulum swinging from the stoic you know, per, perhaps angry man, you know, that is just out there battling the world, right, then comes home and doesn't say anything, just is a silent, stoic being, right? That's the opposite of the other man that showed up, which was just kind of this weaky, weak, wimpy, kind of, um, you know, too sensitive kind of guy that just cries at the drop of a pin. So now I think what we're finding is, and this is probably true in the feminine world too, that we're getting this blend uh, where it's the, a healthy amount of, feminine energy mixed with the masculine. So today's most powerful man actually has the capacity to feel deeply and also, um, uh, you know, have the masculine aspect, which is just more gets it done type of thing, you know, sets aside the feelings and does it, right? So we can do both of these things in in today's, I would say, uh, vision of what's possible for, for a man. Uh, but yeah, yeah. As, as I you know, we're, that's a, it's been evolving, right? I, w- has that been true in your experience? Yeah, it's been evolving. And actually, you know, now that, that we're talking about it, you, you you did participate and partake in my core experience that I that I offer for for in particular in working with men. And so why was that so powerful for you? What was that missing piece there for you? Well, a couple of things, you know, um for me, you know, I've been peeling back the layers of, of the onion in my uh, my feeling world, so to speak, and uh, I was up against something that was producing results in my life that I wasn't happy with. So I knew there was something going on. There was an aspect of self-sabotage operating in my world. Um, I knew it was coming from inside of me somewhere, but I, I just couldn't get to it with all the various ways that I was trying to, and yet I, I could see the results in the world were not uh, congruent with what I was saying I was creating. So I knew there was something underlying there, and um, that's what I was after when um, I engaged you in, the, pro- in the, the healing process, the feeling process. And so um, that's what we got to. That's why it was powerful, because your technique actually was able to uncover those pieces for me that I couldn't get to in other ways and feel through them. Um, so, yeah, and now are you able to use are you able to use this technique now with your clients as you move forward in your work? 
Well, feeling, uh, yes, I haven't yet, but I, to a certain extent I do apply the feeling, you know, it's important to move through the feelings. That's always been a cornerstone of the work that I do with my clients. Um, and uh, integrating the way that you do it, I hadn't thought about that. I thought I would have to ask you for permission on that one, but I think it's a very good one. Awesome. Awesome. How do people find you, Roger, just to let them know right now, because I want us to talk about our our project that we're going to be working on. We just have about five minutes left. It's amazing how fast 30 minutes goes by. Um, but I, I'd like to let people know where they can find you and what it is, you know, that, that you're offering to people. Yeah, the easiest thing to do is go to my website, which is majorgoodmojo.com. Just like it sounds, majorgoodmojo.com. And um, you can get on my, my mailing list there. Um, there's a phone number on there as well if you wanted to call me. And um, get a free CD, which outlines my 10-step Major Good Mojo system and the coaching program that I've put together, Soup to Nuts, to bring you fully into your power. So um, majorgoodmojo.com is the best way to find me. Awesome, Roger. So you and I are uh, in discussion, to, and we're planning on creating a teleclass um, where we're going to be, um, the title most likely will be something like freeing yourself of addiction. And yeah. um, we're looking, we're looking to schedule that teleclass on April, um, somewhere around April 22nd, um, something like that. So, do you want to add your, add your various input on that? Yeah, yeah. As I opened up uh, this this conversation with you, um, these areas where we're victims are some of the richest areas for um, transformation and growth in our lives. And so this is why I'm excited about doing this teleseminar series with you. Uh, we talked about it, you know, going over a period of time, like two or three months, and having, you know, four to six calls or something like that, and having each person actually pick an area of their life where they like to experience some new powers of, you know, new levels of power and freedom. And so um, I'd just like to say, you know, in a sense, it's sacrifice. And nobody likes that word sacrifice, and I didn't either, until I found out that the word sacrifice actually comes from the root of to make something sacred. And that really is the vein within which I see us engaging this teleseminar series, is taking an area of our life and making it sacred. And in, in that sense, really reconnecting to our power, reconnecting to who we are, and restoring that thoroughly over the course of the series. So... That's what I would like to put in around that. Yeah, and you know that's going to be so great because we're gonna we're gonna offer ongoing online support. We're gonna offer some um, mentoring and community check-in. We'll have um, various email um, where people will be able to contact us via email that will be supporting them. And I'm really looking forward to the sacred piece myself. Because have you thought about what you're going to? Because uh, are you planning on doing? Um, doing it as well with the community because I, I, I am. Oh, yeah. There'll be no doubt that I'll be sacrificing okay. something during the course. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I've got plenty of opportunities. You know what I was thinking about? Uh, mine is going to be because I, I, you know, I, I still tip back and forth, back and forth, and I haven't completely made this part sacred in my life yet, but I, I think I'm ready, and that's sugar. Mm. Okay. Well, that's a really, huge one. I mean, it's a huge one because there's there's so much sugar in so many things, right? And I'm I'm really and and that's really the reason why that I just haven't wanted to be that clear and that clean and that dedicated to to making this commitment. But you know, yeah. sugar has is is so, is so bad for us in so many ways in our bodies, and um, it's just 
I, I think that's the, that's the one I'm looking at. Yeah, there's a mm. couple. There's actually a couple. I like drinking beer too every now and then, and um, but the sugar is a big one. Yeah, and you know the other thing I would put in for the listeners thinking, yeah, you know, there's probably something in that teleseminar series for me. What I'm talking about, um, you know, an addiction, it, every, I think everything in moderation is just fine. That's kind of my perspective on it. It's when we're doing too much of anything and we have to have it where we've become a victim to it. And that's what we're talking about. I, I'm no Pollyanna. I'm not someone who says we should never have any alcohol, no sugar, no caffeine, and everything has to be, you know, completely clean this way. I think that's kind of a two, that kind of a life isn't something that I stand for. But what I do stand for is people being empowered in their choices, and that's what we're talking about yeah. here. Right, and and really being free, being, experiencing the freedom in their life, not being addicted to anything. Uh, yeah, you know, being able to choose. Again, hey, right, being able to, to choose. Cause, yeah. You get to say sugar in or out. You get the choice. You know, rather than I got to eat this donut or I gotta I gotta have my you know fully caffeinated, you know, giant latte with a billion calories of sugar in it, you know. No, you're free. You don't have to have that. And if you want it, you can. Yeah, exactly. And most of the time, you know, when we're addicted to something, it's always, again, there's something that's underneath it that's going on that really can be addressed to on an emotional level and, and bringing the consciousness to it. What is it that you're trying to fill yeah, that's the journey. That's where the that's where we shine the light of consciousness, and that's always illuminating and um, and interesting. But that's where the change gets made. Yeah. So we'll we'll be offering a lot of support for people um, in in that in that venue, and I, I I have a feeling that we'll be having this um, this all lined up and ready to go, and for people to be able to. Sign up um, within the next couple weeks even. So we'll promote it on Facebook, we'll promote it on this show, and we'll let, we'll let everybody know. And the, the, the start date looks like it's going to be April 22nd, and it's, it's Earth Day. And it's going to be for, uh, you know, uh, for around three to, three to four months that we're going to be doing this. And you're yeah. going to be experiencing the difference to be able to, to, change, um, to change something that you're addicted to and uh, experience freedom in that. And there's, there's a huge, like you said, making it sacred, right? Mm -hmm. We all have yeah. a lot more power than we think we do, and that's what this teleseminar is about, is discovering that, embracing that, and living into that. Roger, we're done for today. Thank you so much for being on, and I look forward to talking with you again real soon. It's been great. Thank you so much, Cornelia. Take care. Bye-bye. Feeling emotionally balanced is a key to feeling good. Thank you for listening and feeling your feelings. Each week, you will come away with practical tools, inspiration, and empowerment. Would you like to schedule an empowerment session? Go to www.corneliadengel.com. Feeling it is healing it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.